Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Big sight. <laughs> New. You know, we we renicknamed him yesterday, by the way. Did he tell you his new name? It's Millie Mike, man, a.k.a. Millionaire Mike. That's to you it is. You know? Well, I didn't didn't come up with it. Because Millie Mike's not original. Neither is Eminem. Of course. You know, but that's the people. It's almost like your Twitter tag. (laughs) You know, you should stay away from that kind of stuff. It's not your strength. By the way, yesterday, I mean... 20, 25 followers easy yesterday in the first hour of the show. It was amazing. People let's, read, people listening to it. Let's see how long they stay. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, let's see before they unfollow you. <laughs> it's Burgundy and Gold today. Team 980 always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. Lanelle Willingham and the DOC, Rick Doc Walker. will take you up to 3 o'clock. Joining us right now, though, to give us the autopsy on the 2022 Tampa Bay Bucks and the Washington Commanders, for that matter, is David Harrison. You can give him a follow on Twitter. At D Harrison eighty two, are you just getting up, David? I know last night probably a long night for you. Uh, it, it was a long night, but no, I've, I've been up for for a while now doing some work for the network and everything. You know, I, was, I was actually wondering when you texted me, like, is this going to be about offensive coordinators, quarterbacks, or the Buccaneers? I didn't know which which to uh, to expect coming on here today. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what is the temperature? It had to be. I was more disappointed than surprised. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely not a surprise. I mean, disappointment is a good way to put it. You know, if, if you look at the last six quarters that the Buccaneers starters played at the end of the regular season, you know that that, that game where they clinched the NFC South and then the half they played against the Falcons, they they'd gotten into scoring range on half of their offensive drives through those six quarters, and it kind of started to look like maybe they were making a turn back towards the 2021 2020 Buccaneers offense uh, offensive approach that we'd seen. And then it set so many franchises and some NFL records, uh, and obviously had proven to be successful. But then you come out uh, in this wild card game against Dak Prescott and Dallas Cowboys, and I said on Locked On Bucks, like Dak Prescott's going to be a quarterback who is aware of the pressure of his reputation, and that's exactly what he looked like early on in that game. But the Buccaneers' offense did absolutely nothing to help apply more pressure while his defense was getting the Cowboys off, you know, three and outs on the first two drives, and then. Once the seal got broken, you know, uh, essentially after that that interception uh, in the red zone, in the back of the end zone there from Tom, like that, honestly, that was that was pretty much it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the the, the conversation this morning about the Bucks' demise, Byron Leftwich, the offensive coordinator, is getting a lot of flack. David, yeah. it just felt like watching last night. They couldn't, outside of the opening two possessions of the game, defensively, they just could not get consistent pressure all night long, and it felt like Kellen Moore was one step ahead of this Bucks defense all night long. What, what do you make uh, of this, the, the linebackers, Bush and White? I mean, they're, they're one, one of the best pairs in the National Football League, and Dalton Schultz goes insane last night. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I think it was Dan Orlovsky pointed out, pointed out on social media that basically once the Dallas Cowboys started using tempo and going no huddle and doing all those things, they really were able to exploit the Buccaneers uh, defense and and what 
you what the what the correlating report was that basically Kellen Kellen Moore figured out their hand signals. And I mean, remember, you know, this is wow. this is a team they've played Todd Bowles defense twice in the last two regular seasons, both opening weeks of twenty twenty and twenty twenty one. And then obviously you've had the opportunities to send people to games and observe and, and do all these things. So Kellen Moore, one of the one of the brightest young minds, you know, in, in NFL coaching circles, has figured out your hand and arm signals and he's putting you out there under pressure, not letting you sub the way that you want to. And you're literally forced to communicate using those hand and arm signals that he's now probably taught to Dak Prescott and his guys. It kind of makes sense. But yeah, I mean, but you know, the, the Buccaneers defense has been great for the most part throughout the season and really kept this team in a lot of games. But when they've been bad, they've been really, really bad. I think this is the first time though that we've seen the majority, if not the entire starting unit on the field. Uh, I mean, absent of Shaq Barrett, who obviously was lost for the season. He was lost. And them still look this bad. Usually it's, you know, there's like Antoine Winfield Jr.'s out, Carlton Davis is out, you're kind of, there's depth guys out there, so you expect some struggles. But this was, by and large, the, the defensive unit, the starting unit, uh, mostly intact outside of the fact that Todd Bowles decided to play Sean Murphy Bunting on as an outside corner where he usually puts Jamel Dean, who's one of the better zone corners uh, in the NFL. Yeah, Dallas was also – the talent never surprised me. They always have that. Tampa wasn't able to force them into making the mistakes that they usually make as being one of the more penalized teams in the mm-hmm. game. And I just look at where the division and who you play ultimately catches up with you. And you were in the most marginal division in the game, and it just plays off. Whereas the Cowboys, by contrast, they a lot of theirs were self-inflicted wounds. But their talent yeah. was always there, and the way they pressured the quarterback. And I tried to tell everybody, you cannot play all year and come in a playoff game and expect to be your best. That's impossible. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I think that's a, that's a great point. I think when you look back at, you know, when, when Washington kind of uh, backed into the playoffs, winning the NFC East during, during that year when they were one of the worst divisions in the league, it's, right. it's kind of flip-flop this exactly. year. Now the NFC East is a strength and now the NFC South. I've been calling them the NFC slouch all year, mm-hmm. you know, for, for the same reason we called them the NFC least when that division right. was down. And and not only in game stock, but also in practice. There's been questions all year long. Going back to training camp, honestly, I went down, you know, Linnell knows that I went down for a week during training camp to, to observe the Buccaneers camp uh, in person while I was spending the rest of the time with Washington. And it was a much different atmosphere. I mean, you know, everybody's out music playing and everybody's, wanting to have fun and have fan engagement and all that stuff too, but just the level of work and the way that the, the intensity level and the work was being done. And then throughout the season, you know, hearing from people that I trust who are on ground on a daily basis there in Florida, you get kind of the same reports that these players really aren't having pressure applied to them. We're having to go through some of these challenges in practice. So then when they get hit in the mouth in the game, it, they can't come back from it. And everybody's kind of hoping Ryan Jensen returning yesterday would kind of bring that edge back. But you know, Ryan can only do so much in, in one game and one full week practice. I want to talk about Jensen for a second because holy crap. Yeah. Like, can you, for the fans mm-hmm. that aren't familiar with the severity of the knee injury that he had and when it yeah. happened and the fact that he was able to play yesterday is remarkable. No, it is. I mean, you know, the, the Buccaneers did a really good job of keeping kind of a tight lip on just at the extent of the damage. But I mean, he basically damaged everything you could damage and flipped his meniscus is what I hear. And I, I mean, I'm not a doctor by any means, but I didn't even know you could flip a meniscus. Be quite <laughs> yeah, honest with you. It, yeah. Um, yeah, and and you know, to to not have surgery to go through anything that he did, and to come back, I mean, you know, a simple—I don't say simple, but just having an ACL uh, tear, you know, alone is usually a nine-month process. Now that tells me, again, my doctor, but I assume there is a tear in it, and it's not torn, and, and I think that's that's a significant difference, right? But I think still the fact that he came back when he did just shows. One, how tough how tough he is, and that's why he's got the chunky yard dog uh, reputation that he does. But two, also how much he's dedicated to try to help this team as much as possible. And, you know, the reports also came out that he never left. Like, he never left the team. He never left the organization. He's been around and in the building uh, the entire time during his recovery. And I think that, you know, again, that also speaks to just kind of the character of who Ryan is. You know, everybody likes it when you're a nice guy, but I find it f- seldom that it ever works without a jackass in the group. And when yeah. their jackass went up in the front office, the Kango King, yeah. that's who Tampa is. Swag, right. but stiffness, you know, and his theme and the way they operate, I, I just, 
even though you can still have the X's and O's that Todd and them guys bring you, they're yeah. very sound in that. But where was the jackass? I mean, who was the person to to threaten them? Yeah. And to push them beyond yeah. that, that's what he did. I think they tried to get him to do it from the luxury. So it doesn't work. <laughs> it does. And Tom, again, you can't put that kind of pressure on a guy at his at this development in his career. I've never seen right. him miss more passes. If he's not accurate and he's no threat of run, you kind of like you got all of it out of it that you could. Yeah. To me, it's mm-hmm. almost like Baltimore. It was a great effort. You dominated in your space. That space no longer exists. You got to evolve. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I go, I go all the way back to when the Buccaneers lost in Pittsburgh, and I said after that game that it looked to me like an offensive coordinator in the play calling and a quarterback in the execution that neither of them trusted their offensive line. And, right. and you guys know as well as I do, like the, the, the pressure that a quarterback gets is cumulative. And, and when that confidence in the offensive line doesn't grow during the course of the year, I mean, that's, that's weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of distrust and pressure yeah. that Tom Brady is feeling. And he knows he, not only can he not run, he never, he, he could never run, never, honestly, right? Right, but right. now he can't even climb the pocket as efficiently and quickly as he used to be able to kind of in his heyday. And I think that's, that's a huge thing. And that's why you see some of these rush throws and some of these, these high balls that typically would be higher dirt balls that typically wouldn't be uh, in, in the dirt. And that's, you know, everybody was talking about what's Tom Brady's future. I think that's really what you have to look at is if, he, if he's going to stay in Tampa, they've got to shore up that offensive line. If he can't, if they can't, he's going to go somewhere where they either have an offensive line already established or they have the resources to do that for him because he, he has to have it. You know, uh, the, the commander's talking about one in the NFL arm, the leadership and the ability to improvise. Tom Brady has two of those three. What he's lacking is the ability to improvise. And when you have that, uh, like you just said, I mean, defenses are faster and faster uh, every, every single year. So yeah. you've got to give him that time. It's not something that he can manufacture on his own. No, he had a great run. <clears throat> we'll go to the other team that you covered, David, the Washington Commanders. They're uh, in the news, as, as always, here is the offseason. It's normally mm-hmm. the season that for years this, this team has dominated. The offensive coordinator spot, uh, we had the report from CBS Sports and Jonathan Jones come out this weekend that the offensive coordinator candidates that they have talked to, uh, they have told them, you know, upon interviewing them, that Sam Howe, the quote mm-hmm. was most likely, is going to be the QB1 uh, heading into the offseason program. What do you make of that decision? And then what type of names do you expect to garner interest uh, on the open market? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like that sense. And, and this is kind of the complicated part of the quarterback conversation, along with the offensive coordinator uh, conversation, because if you're going to bring a veteran into this fold, which I think they have to, you know, if, if you're expecting Sam to either come into camp as the number one guy or at least have the opportunity to win the number one job, you, you're kind of limited. Like, you're not bringing Tom Brady in, right? And, and I don't know that they ever would be able to anywhere would, would even entertain that. But, like, you're not bringing in Tom Brady. I don't know if you're even bringing Derek Carr, to be quite honest with you. I think Derek is going to look for a place. If he agrees to a trade and waives that no-trade clause, it's going to be a place where he's the guy. Um, if he if he's released ultimately and gets to sign with whoever he wants, I think it's the same, same situation. So I think now you're narrowing it down to, like, a Jimmy Garoppolo Ryan Tannehill type of situation, Marcus Mariota, you know, I, I, you know, obviously his time in Atlanta is, is probably done. So, you know, I, it limits who you're going to bring in. And I don't necessarily think that's, that's a bad thing, but uh, something that I haven't dropped on the show yet is honestly, if you're going to do that, you almost might as well just bring Taylor back in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then as an offensive coordinator, you know, even if you have that veteran presence, I like them kind of spearheading saying, you know, we want to hire a guy with Sam in mind because let's be honest, if Jimmy G, Ryan Tannehill, whoever the veteran name comes in, beat Sam Howell, if the system is still being built around kind of the younger talent you have in your stable and, and, and the guy that you think has the most potential for the future, then if there comes a time where you got to pull the trigger and put him in, whether it's four or five games in, or maybe even 2024, you've already got a system kind of built around him so he's not having to now relearn something that's that's better built for him if that makes sense. Yeah, that's the dice throw. Because if you change the system, then you take away Heineke's only advantage. Yeah. Is that he knew the system. Right. Uh, I, I think yep. that either you keep your system intact so that Howell doesn't have to relearn anything, he builds on it, and Heineke doesn't either. Right. Now he's an asset. If not, I don't see him. I think him being a detriment to a program that's yeah. new. You you got to pull the cord, and then again, who's in charge? 
Um, and then I thought in a coach-centric approach, <laughs> the head guy was in charge of everything. So I, I'm, I'm still confused. I'm still confused by how the offensive coordinator got blamed for something he didn't even have the power to administrate. Mm. That's 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 a very valid point. That's a very valid point. You know, the 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 problem with with Taylor, you know, uh, the 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 point that you know he knows the system so much better than than really any other quarterback is is one hundred percent valid. Obviously, but I almost wonder if Taylor wouldn't grow a little bit more if he's put under the pressure of a different system, different coach, different approach, and see if maybe that – I'm not saying it would turn him into an all-pro or, or anything like that, but even that might just get a little bit more juice out of him. Gotcha. And, and if you come in scheming for that ability – I think Sam, you know, not I don't think – they're not the same quarterback, obviously, but I think no. they can do similar things. What I would like to see and what I think the difference is, if, if you come in with, say, Taylor Heineke, Sam Howell, and Jake Fromm. I know I said in that order, but you know the, the order at the top two is kind of debatable. Yeah. I think what you have there is you have a situation where this this locker room obviously loves Taylor, and the fans love Taylor. And the 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 last two seasons, what we've seen is Washington try to bring in a veteran quarterback and say this guy's better than Taylor. Just believe us, get behind him, and trust us. And it hasn't worked out, and so everybody gets behind Taylor. But Taylor is the kind of guy, and when we see him in the locker room, we see him in practice, he will support a supporting quarterback, and I think he's done a great job of doing it. If this locker room sees a battle, Sam Howell and Taylor Heineke, and they come to camp, new offense coordinator, you know, maybe a little bit of a different wrinkle in the scheme, generally wanting to accentuate the same skill sets in both guys, and Sam legitimately takes that job, just, just legitimately comes in there and performs better and shows this locker room shows Taylor, the head coach, everybody, that he is the better man for the job. I think that's how you keep Taylor Heineke and get this locker room behind the new guy. As long as you force it on them, their love is going to be behind Taylor, and I think that's a significant problem. So this is the opportunity, I think, to do it the right way. And if Sam's not ready yet, you throw Taylor out there, and maybe four or five weeks later, Sam is ready, and you know Taylor's going to be there cheering on his guy and doing the best he can as a backup. Yeah, I like that. I could live with that. Yeah. It'll be an interesting offseason, David. We appreciate you giving us some time. Thank you. Yeah, take some downtime here for a second. I know your buck season is over now, but (laughs) your commander's beat doesn't get any easier, my friend. Yeah, yeah, I'll be in Mobile in a couple weeks. All All right. I enjoy that. We'll talk to you then, my friend. Yeah, Reese's. All right. That is David Harrison, the co-host of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and he's the host of the Locked On Bucks podcast. Follow him on Twitter. He's really good. At DHarrison82, phenomenal. Gives you great insight, and I think he's got one of the – more exciting gigs in the league to be able to take and compare two different franchises while in camp. It shows you who's real and why they have success and who's fake and why they don't have success. And I think his comments and the difference in practice style in Tampa and Washington, I think is, is, is confirming what we already knew. Cause I know oh, yeah. you already, you've been saying that. No, I've been pissed off. I don't, I think it's well, yeah, well, he's going to change. So, <laughs> We'll take a quick time out when we come back. I'll tell you why, despite you all not knowing it, Ron Rivera heading into year four has already made the best move of his entire tenure here in Washington. I'll tell you what I think next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah. Clear enough for you. Right. Where are you from, Evan? I mean, he is... <laughs> <laughs> this is our producer, DLC. Hey man, the boy had a few days off. Got his head. Got clean. his mind right, didn't That's he? That's right. That's right. Good gracious. And it's been a new a giant season. Tupac and Biggie fan. Hey man, yeah, that's why he's here. It. Yeah. It's Burgundy and Gold today, Team 980, the Odyssey app. Without Willingham and the DOC, Rick Doc Walker. We got. Do we call him? Millionaire Mike Eminem, whatever you want to call him. The, the bad, the bad mofo behind it. the board. Just call him. I can't call him. I can't call. I had a declaration before we went to break. I said, going into year four, despite whether we know it or not yet, Ron Rivera has already made the best decision of his entire tenure here. And let's look at it because he's made some damn good decisions. For all the folks that are anti-Ron, or or, excuse me, anti-CEO Ron, I don't think anyone's anti-linebacker Ron. Oh, linebacker Ron. He's. (laughs) I was talking about you this weekend, man, about you're saying linebacker Ron. He's a beast. It's a gold mine. You signed Terry McLaurin to big money. That was a good move. You signed Jonathan Allen to big money. That's a big move. You've drafted well. Doc has been saying since we picked up Ridgeway, their ability to identify talent on the open market. They're excellent. Second to none. But the move that they made, the rumor that we heard this weekend – I think that's the icing on the cake. The plan is, according to folks. According Washington, to rumors. According to rumors. Rumor has it, but I think this rumor has legs. You know what I'm saying? Because it makes sense. Most of their rumors, they put them out. Oh, they, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so yeah, you know it's yeah, real. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing. He's, he crowdsources. That's what he likes to do. No, because he really. What's it be like? He's, he's convinced himself that the public, the social media thing really matters to him. Yeah. He's more of a millennial than yeah. most millennials I know. So that must be more Part social, of social media must be more important than it is interesting. I, I think it is. I'm, more okay. important to him than it's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm yeah. glad we got that. But he's my age, so he's in my era. We didn't have it. So it, no. it probably would be fascinating you see. to think about. Imagine, you got to realize, man, Ron played on a team with more per, as much personality as any team ever. Yeah. 85 Bears. Fridge. And he played for Coach Kickass. You know, that's why I'm just shocked at some of the moves he makes. It just, I mean, when you coach by Buddy Ryan, it doesn't get nastier than that. No, it doesn't. He probably got cut. But that's what happens, though. Whenever you get that type of firm, firm, stern mentorship, you go the opposite. Well, that's what I say. It's parenting. It's if, a parenting. If you, if you get whipped growing up as a kid, you're probably less well, likely you to whip your kid. No, you're into timeout. Exactly. Time, that's where he is. Ron's a timeout <laughs> parent. He's a timeout parent. Ron makes his, breaks the players go stand in the corner. Yeah, you stand in the corner and think about it. You know? And that's the thing that blows my mind until he gets pissed off. Then linebacker Ron takes it's over. Like he has, it's like you got a flashback. And then he's like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Then he morphs himself into this dude. If we could keep him in that mode all the time, he's going to the Super Bowl. He's like that dude from the Jaguars. You ever seen that NFL Films clip where they got to smack the dude in the face before he walks out? Right. He's yeah. like that. Yeah. And he, then it's it, a coach then, then, then everybody talking about, you know, we need to get rid of. Oh hell no, oh. no, you got no. He's the guy. Yeah. You just gotta. You just gotta make sure he does his damn job. Yeah. As linebacker Ron, he's got this split personality thing going, you know, <laughs> and and I, and I think and and listen. A lot of it had to do with he battled cancer. Yeah. it's all, That's going to soften you up. You're it, worried about he, your life. You're worried about living. Exactly. And he pulled that off. He's also dealt with personal losses. Right. 
in this year. When you lose mom and pop, hey man, dude's a soldier, hundred percent. And I'm taking, but but the linebacker <laughs> when it surfaces, yeah, seriously, he's like the Incredible Hulk. It rips up the t-shirt. It goes after people. <laughs> if them kids Reporters, saw that, players, coaches, oh, if matter. them kids saw that, and when he said, when it, when it, whenever linebacker Ron surfaces in the locker room, dude, I could have that on my answering service. <laughs> I mean, you know, Eminem's got it. That bite when you know when he's that's the guy. That that's who you want. That's no, I love that dude. Yeah. If I could get that dude to run the team, everything we need is in this room. That's it. You hear? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a different dude. Dude, seriously. There's no other thing about it. There's no. Ron morphs into this dude that you don't want to F with. No. I'm telling you. You telling me that dude. You remember when he hit the the podium after Chicago? Hey, man. That's linebacker linebacker Ron Ron surfaces. It's like, oh, shucks. It's almost like when the big bully shows up. No, really. Really. Everybody's tucking your chain. But really, his nature is to be a nice guy. Yeah, he's. He's really a nice person. He is. You know, and then he compromises and he listens to people. Yeah. And they talk him into stuff that you wouldn't believe they could. But he falls for it. I think. And then when linebacker Ron surfaces. Beware. I'm telling you what. That's why if they had a new owner, I'll do it for 2%. (laughs) I'll do it for 2%. Just let me come in and just, I'd say, I'll put bonuses in. I'm not paying Ron. I'm paying <laughs> linebacker Ron. Yeah. Every time linebacker Ron come up, ching ching. Yeah. I just have it zelled right to his account <laughs> because I'd make it sore. Because can you imagine linebacker Ron addressing the team? Yeah. No. Before the Giants game here at home, the second one. Yeah. Can you imagine if linebacker Ron had been <laughs> running that, dude? You can't lose. So you think that was that was CEO Ron at that point? It wasn't. It wasn't our Ron that we know. No, no. This other dude. I get dude, that. This other dude. Hey, man, I get that. Look, look, I can pull you tapes from Carolina when Uh-oh. linebacker Ron was talking to the team after the game, yeah. and you heard him and cussing him some more. I know, man. Linebacker Ron, you can't take him home <laughs> to meet your parents. No, seriously. Yeah. No, he's a thug. Yeah. See, linebacker Ron is badass. I'm telling you. So. Yeah. You know, the hope is is that we can get linebacker Ron to come out more. No, but right now, since we're it. in the offseason, I, I, think, I think it's appropriate I to think see for CEO his health, Ron. I think doctor's orders. I really do believe people said, look, dude. You need to chill out. You need to chill out. <laughs> I'll let your body heal. Because yeah. he just, you can tell he's grinding his teeth, but he won't stop. That's why he doesn't say anything on he the sideline. He just nothing. Everybody go, well, that's the Ron Landry. Yeah. See, the way he do, when he goes into Ron Landry. Whole different belt. I mean, it's like but, the, it's in between CEO Ron and linebacker. Exactly, Ron, Ron no linebacker Ron is not fit for public. I'm telling you, <laughs> but but he suppresses it brilliantly. He suppresses it, yeah. and he becomes Ron Landry. Yeah, and he stands there and looks and goes through it. Listen, the fact that he bought into some dude up in the booth who's his Galdi. He's got Galdi up in the booth working with him. <laughs> He don't even make the calls. That whatever that guy, that's when I knew. Oh, that ain't yeah. linebacker Ron. Linebacker Ron. I'm going to tell you what. These officials, you know, he's talking to them. Smiling. Smi- that's Ron. That ain't. That, that's no. CEO Ron. That's CEO Ron. Yeah. Linebacker Ron? I'm telling you. He Officially would wouldn't be, want to talk to him. You ain't seen nobody like that dude. That dude, that's the dude I'm convinced went 15 and 1. Had to be. That was linebacker Ron. Had to be. Yeah. And I've heard some of this. Just listen to the Panther postgame deals. Go back and Google yeah. it. Ferocious. Very ferocious. I, I, I do believe that there's there's substance to what you're saying, though. It probably is doctor's orders. Like, I can understand. I mean, they tell oh, older no, folks man, all the time. You have any type of life, yeah, man. Yeah, any type you have some type of significant yeah, medical. Mess around event. with y'all over no damn football. Exactly. I'm trying to live, yeah. I understand that completely. So he's trying to do the best of both worlds. He's trying to serve too many masters. Exactly. His family does come first. It should. That's what That's he's got to do. Man. But I'm going to tell you what. He can't delegate because of linebacker Ron. Dude. Does, he, does linebacker Ron even know how to address people? I don't think so. I I, I don't think. Well, this is what Jack's around. Jack's. Well, no, but see, Jack I think is Jack really, would, yeah. he's a, a more suitable version of linebacker Ron. Yeah, he, he's a public. He's a he's publicly more public. See, John, Jack is really perfect <laughs> because Jack. Clearly, don't give a damn about you. No, at all. I can imagine. That's Only why imagine. he's built to be a, a coach, head exactly. coach. 
He don't care nothing about no. you. Uh, coach, we'd like to have you in pre- two seconds, three seconds. That's all I got. Belichick, who look at the best. Popovich is still the best. His team's not. Yeah, he but is. he is, right. Exactly. His teams, even without the great talent they have, he's never out of it. Yeah, exactly. You'll look around and it'll be mid-March and they're flirting around with they're the play-in tournament. They're, yeah, there yeah. you go. They almost did it last year. There you go. Coaching. So, That's coaching. And that was our big takeaway from this weekend is that coaching matters. The news, oh, though, God. that Sam Howell is going to be – is going to be the guy that has the leg up going into the offseason as the QB1. I think it's the best decision Ron and this regime have ever made. This is the frustrating part and where I get mad at Ron the CEO or Ron the GM or whoever the hell it is that leads this coach-centric approach. We're going into year four of a five-year contract. Stick with me here because I know I'm probably saying irrelevant stuff. Y'all know this. Yeah, absolutely. It's you. We're going into year four of a five-year contract. And this is the first time that we've tried to draft and develop a quarterback? You don't think that's organizational malpractice? What other franchise do you – damn the franchise. What other leader, what other general manager – because that's what he is. He's GM and a head coach. What other general manager, head coach tandem, what other franchise is in a destination and going into year four, they haven't tried to draft and develop? That's the frustrating thing. I'd be more okay with a swing and miss in the draft than I am swinging and missing on a veteran. Because the thing about the whole veteran QB route, that's basically arrogance at his finest. That's us telling us, you didn't know what the hell you were doing with this guy, so we're going to bring him here, and he's going to do what I say. It hasn't worked yet. It hasn't worked yet. Anytime Ryan Fitzpatrick was your plan going into 2021, clearly you messed up. Anytime... Go, the Carson Wentz mistake, and I'll admit it. I'm a man first. I always say that. I was on board for Carson Wentz. But the fact that that was your plan doesn't sit right with me. It'll never sit right with me. But the fact that Sam Howell is going to, for what they say, is going to get an opportunity to be the guy, I think it's the best news that we've heard here in a long, long time. I really do. Yeah, if you value your sources, then you go with it. I don't. I don't listen to anything they say. I don't care what they say. I'll see what they do. We'll see what they do. And that's all that matters because they talk too much. And most of their leaks, they're just playing you. They set the leaks up. They leaked it themselves. I think it's genius. When you know that they made communication with someone when it's someone outside of our market. Yeah. They don't talk to this market. They have no respect for you. They treat you like garbage. Yep. And play you like a toy. So, I mean... And y'all just take the bait and go run with it. If it's something serious, he'll call one of his friends from NFL Network uh-huh, or whatever. Rap sheet. Yeah, Pelicero, he, he, yeah, all that. Yeah, because, Fowler. Because CEO Ron has a future at the network he does. level. He's either going to be on Good Morning Tomorrow, Today or Tomorrow Tonight. <laughs> He's going to be a network player. He's already built for it. They, they wouldn't hire Ron linebacker. Oh hell, Ron. Oh, hell no! <laughs> linebacker Ron. Linebacker Ron was showing no, with a ripped T-shirt. Linebacker Ron is not the kind of guy. pre-work in the corner, pre-work out in the no, corner of his he mouth. He ain't gonna dress the right. He ain't gonna come in there. I'm telling you, man. Linebacker Ron. Linebacker Ron uses hands when he eats. You ain't lying. No question. <laughs> linebacker Ron. Literally, he needs security with him. Yeah. Linebacker Ron. He needs to go travel with security. Linebacker Ron is forward tough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no question. That might be the saying of the day. Well, linebacker Ron is four yeah. tough. Y'all get, they want to keep testing the analytics. They need to test the testosterone. Yeah, you ain't lying. There y'all Ashburn. messing around. That's you, what they need yeah. to test. That guy. Because I can't take no more of this. He don't need nothing but health. That's it. He needs health. And he needs. And when he lost his center, don't forget, they were on center number three or four. Oh, Doc. I, I can't hear it. I can't subscribe to no, that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that's what, what happened. He built the program. Mm. He bit the players. When the backup to the backups go down, now no one's the, really accounting for that. I was, get it. He was already, but they had it. That's not what hurt him, right? But again, the decisions that GM Ron made <laughs> were atrocious. We, we said this though: the GM Ron was going to get head coach Ron in a pile of you know what you he can't lying. get out of. Right? You're right. And that's what we're and, at right And he's now. got so many hats he's wearing. If they would just let him 
I'm shocked that he gave complete all time. Now that we're finding out what we're finding out, because this is the beautiful thing about it. They kept their lips closed all year, Doc. You didn't hear no leaks coming out of the building for the no, most part. No, And no. then when it all broke down, it all falls down. I mean, it's it's amazing. When I knew everything was, was, was messed up with the whole coach-centric approach, apparently he's given both the coordinators complete autonomy. Now, it makes sense with Jack. Jack's, Jack's a former, a former head, coach. head coach. Yeah. You let North's son take control of – I didn't believe That's why he said it. I still don't believe it. There's no but, way. But I can be convinced – as we go to, to Twitter, and Neil in Rockville says, uh-huh. yeah, but Coach Ron doesn't know how to run a training camp <laughs> or win more than 50% of his games. Unless linebacker Ron is putting on a jersey, he's as useful as a guy on IR, dead to me. <laughs> Ron is dead man walking as a coach. I hope he enjoys the run and the cash. Hey, look. Don't hold your breath on Ron Rivera. Despite what happens with ownership, do not hold your breath on Ron Rivera being kicked. The roster's too good for him to get blown out. He's Justin from Richmond. Linebacker Ron. Life coach Ron. That's right. (laughs) Because he does think he's life coach. He does. Part of CEO Ron thinks that he he can talk you. Look, he wants to really convert and be acceptable to a normal audience. Because he's tired of being looked at. He's tired of being looked at as a caveman. It's not going to work. It's it's wanting to do something that just, frankly, it's not going to work. Yeah. So um, it's, it is interesting. And I used to ju- think I was a basketball player, Doc. I yeah. did. Yeah, I understand. And then I realized football is for me. Yeah. Yeah. You, you well, know, well, that's you saying football. You just want to be a hair model. Yeah. Hand and then model. you realize. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know. The best work in Hollywood. I mean. The best hand models. We got, you know, we got we got our, our our callers lining up. I guess linebacker Ron gets the people. Oh going. yeah, Wait, phone, well, phone lines are lit yeah, up let's per do usual. It. We'll take a Twitter's quick time out. When we come back. Too. Appreciate you. Your calls. Two o'clock. We got Lou Holder coming up. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Coach, Professor Lou Holder. Yeah, Pro- Professor well, Coach. Whatever Professor you want to call him. Professor Holder is um, got very something to make you say. Hmm. Yeah, and of course he's on top of the DMV. Of course, Lou Holder coming up at two o'clock. Your calls next is the Burgundy Gold. After the end of a good fight. You deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Today. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's why we need a live stream on our show, man. Just to get y'all you on that. He said what? That's too much work. Oh, man. It's Burgundy and Gold today, Team 980 Odyssey app. Blue Holder said to join us at the top of the hour. And I want to take your calls, though. I've made the declaration that the rumors that were... Rumoring this weekend that Sam Howell is going to be the prospective QB1 next year. That's what they've been telling offensive coordinator candidates that they're vetting and trying to hire. I think it's the best move that Ron Rivera and company have made as we sit here going into year four. But I do think it's got a little bit of Ernie Grunfeld on it. Stay with me here, right? Ernie Grunfeld was the master of making a damn mess but cleaning it up. And he always got praise for cleaning it up. See, we shouldn't be praising Ron Rivera for this. I, that, that's what I want to. That's what I want not to be mistaken. I'm not praising Ron Rivera for this. I'm just saying, concretely, it's the best decision he's made. That means he deserves praise for it. The fact that you can go and be on a job that's supposed to be a five year plan. That's what they told us. First of all, it's a biggest well, load of well, crap. That's what he suggested, which was smart. Yeah. Anytime that you're on a five year clock, so to speak, and you wait until year three. To go out and try to draft and develop a quarterback is organizational malpractice, and you don't deserve, 
You don't deserve the CEO GM title. What competent GM completely ignores the most important position in the sport? And then the bill of goods that we were sold is, oh, well, look at how Buffalo did it. They tried to insulate the roster around and then drop the quarterback in. They also had two different regimes come in. McDermott didn't draft Josh Allen. He inherited Josh Allen. You nitwit. That's true. So, like, that never made sense to me. Sam Howell, though, based off of everything we've heard from folks around the league, Eminem, if you can, that clip of Jason Lockenfora speaking about Sam Howell. I had the opportunity uh, to sit down with Jason Lockenfora of the Washington Post last week. And, you know, I asked him about the situation with Washington. We talked a range of things from quarterback to the offensive coordinator. The comments, though, that he had – about Sam Howell were interesting, and it kind of confirms what we all have been thinking here locally. The kid's got something. There's no way in hell he can't be better than what the hell was in front of him. Because Carson Wentz wasn't worth a damn, and Taylor Heineke wasn't worth a damn. So it's pretty hard. You can't say Taylor wasn't worth a damn. Come on, man. You can say that he maximized his abilities, and to me he lost a job with his inability to run. Well, he can't he fumble the football he, either. That's well, why. okay, but he did, you made him. He wasn't a disaster. He was You're the right. best you had. He saved your season. Exactly. He saved your season. So he and all you can, that. all you can wonder, the greatest scam that almost was pulled off, <laughs> almost keyword, had they not played Sam the whole season, you'd have never seen any of this. Oh, I know. Now I they're going to try to make you believe that Dallas didn't really want to went wrong. Exactly. Then they're going to say, here's the merit to it is that they hadn't seen him. That is true. No, no, no. The next time they go, okay, what does he really like to do? Can he run? He can really run. So you wouldn't bite on the on – the, you'd force him to do what he doesn't want to do. So yeah. that's true. He did it all throughout college. He's not a fluke. They drafted him in the fifth round. And, and what, what, were, what was everyone saying at draft time in April? That was the best value pick yeah, of the draft. Because there was talk about him. There's talk about a lot. Look how the, quote, experts blew the draft. The field was horrible. It was. They can't, neither one, none of them can start and play. <laughs> except for Pickett. I mean, yeah, except for Pickett. And that was slow. Right. It took a he while. He outperformed Pickett. He did. And in we one won. game against better. I'm just telling you, it's a, it's either the greatest thing they've ever done or it was a travesty that they cost this kid. We'll never know what would have happened or could have happened. What we'll know is that somebody, well, that somebody pay, paid for it. They're putting it all on Scott. Scott. Yeah. Scott's Be careful. Guy. So Scott had more power than I ever thought. I didn't know you could. I didn't know under a czar <laughs> you know? anybody could be that powerful. Okay, so apparently the czar. That's like me being in charge of programming here at this station. Well, that would never happen. But I'm just saying, yeah, everybody <laughs> would be. It would be amazing. But then they go. It's the, when the people say fall guy, I wonder if they really know what it means. The fall guy, the fall guy. Wait a minute. How can a czar, a dictator, have a fall guy? I, the, the things to me are amazing. Oh, you can be both? I didn't know that. It's amazing. I didn't know no, that some you politicians could be. That wish they had a fall guy. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. So anyway, what we're going to find out now is based on this new hire. So you're telling me that y'all want to believe that Coach Centric dropped another rumor for you to run after. <laughs> then he's going to hire a guy and tell him he's in charge. <laughs> when you put it like that, it sounds horrible. When you mentioned it to me today, I said, you can't be serious about doing that, are you? And he yelled, yeah. Yeah. I'm a coach. I said, Ron played you again. He drops a nugget out. You go running after the fact that, okay, if you're hired, this is the quarterback. Wait a minute. First of all, everybody he's talking to, I already have a job. You think I'm going to leave somewhere where I, where I call I'm the getting, shots? For you I'm getting down everybody on Twitter. Hey, leverage is available. Uh, a man without a job has no leverage. Yeah, come on. First I don't. All, I don't. No, 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 no. Bring him on the staff. Make him receiver. Co- okay, cool. Yeah. I want somebody that currently has a job, has mm-hmm. something to give up. It's a value item. Now you telling me you gonna put me in charge and then tell me who I have to play? I tell you to kiss my ass. The one positive thing is, I think there's a consensus within football circles that. Sam Howell's got the goods. This is Jason Lockenfora of the Washington Post talking about what he's heard in league circles about Commander's rookie fifth-round pick, Sam Howell. Look, I think they've got something here in Sam Howell. Like, I, I really, really do. Okay. I do. 
Now, is that based on that, is that based on pre-draft evaluations or just solely off the performance? Uh, I think down? it's based on conversations okay. about him with people who I kind of evaluators who I know and trust in that draft, and then I was surprised he went as low as he did, and like. Let's not kid ourselves. That was a rabid Cowboys team. And it's one game, and I don't want to go crazy, but I I like what I saw in the preseason. Um, And I've talked to some people about that performance um, outside of that organization who were pretty impressed. So I think there's some clay to mold there, and I think Scott Turner's had enough time there to work with enough quarterbacks and how plus whatever else they do. And I don't think whatever else they they do has to be – Super, you know, sexy on paper right. or, or or super crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If you're buying what Jason Lock and Forest selling, he's got a track record. I mean, it's it makes me feel confident because the number one thing that I was going to walk off the ledge over this offseason is a Derek Carr. And I know Derek Carr is the first name that comes to mind for me. I'm probably blank. A Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't want anything to do with used goods. Stop that. When are we going to try to be like our big brothers in the NFL? Why do we keep trying to reinvent the wheel? Did the Chargers go out and get a free agent quarterback? No. Did the Giants go out and get a free agent quarterback? No. The Cincinnati? No. Sometimes it's about D&D, drafting and developing. All the teams that are alive right now have quarterbacks that they drafted and developed. But I'm supposed to think that's a coincidence. Well, you can listen to whatever they want you to listen to. You see, you you listen to them, so they can play you. I'm unplayable because I don't listen. It's not about being playable at this point. It's no, about you how played. the good teams you get played. Things. They don't leak anything that they don't want leaked. What would be the benefit of them leaking Sam Howell as the guy? Got you talking about him in a way that's favorable as opposed to. Mm. The reality of, of dissecting who okay. they are okay. and what they do. And when you say that, I put my hands up and I, I listen. Because well, that, that is the other side of this coin. Yeah. <laughs> maybe no, they're no, just no, bamboozling no, no, us. But, but Because, again, the people over there that they don't intimidate, that they allow to come in the building mm-hmm. so they can intimidate you, They won't. you can't come over there and say, well, no, you need to answer even off the record. Even off the record. That's Why the didn't you play that kid this year? Then they'll go into that. And I can tell you if you're right, if if you draw linebacker Ron out, then you hit it right. Mm-hmm. See, that's how you know you hit it right. Yeah. See, because that kid should have played. You had a bye week. You had everything set up to implement a move before you went to Hurts. And, I he, mean, wasn't, to, and he wasn't to, healthy yet. To Wentz. And you went to Wentz and you fought. Look, here's when you knew something was up. Anybody that has a real – starting quarterback in this league. When he's back, he don't sit three weeks before he gets yeah. re-implemented. Right. What? That's unheard of. Right. That's what I knew. Okay. So, right now, they're battling. There's a tug of war. Now, I hadn't thought that 14 was in the mix. I thought it was just Taylor. Yeah, but that, that, that'd be foolish. I hadn't seen Well, yeah, I, I saw him in preseason. Had I not done the games – and been privy to be at their practices and watch how he worked. See, I saw this kid have to practice every day. He's the last guy He's the last the guy on the field every day. Him and Kenny Zampezi. Every day. There you go. That's why I was thinking, if Zamp was elevated, I'm all for that. Me too. Because now the kid's super comfortable. And now Zamp's been around football just as long as all of them. Now I get the benefits of best of both worlds. Correct. So... That's when I started saying, mm, this is interesting. And they held this guy off. Now they got to deal with the onslaught of, wait a minute, hold it. You guys set on that? Yeah. Which means you blew it. So now they're going to fight to cover up. Their mistake. The Ernie, mistake. Ernie Grunfeld. Bingo. Ernie so you get rid of one guy, yeah. blame him, but we know better. So now we're looking going, okay, okay, so he's gone. Now how you move forward? He'll be swallowed up. He'll get a job tomorrow. It's no big thing. Well, Norv will make sure of that. Well, no, the whole league will. Oh, yeah. The league. Once you have one of those last names. but And I love Brian, that. It's like the mob. Turner. I love it. Yeah. They take care of their own. They do. So they're going to make sure them pensions and everything. This thing about friendship, it's legacies. 
Survival. It's survival. It's making sure we keep the money in the family. And so, yeah, no, he's good. Hey, look, look, he got a two-year increase before they fired him. Yeah. You forgot about that. set him up for success. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) You're finally getting it. We'll take a quick time out when we come back. Your calls, 301-230-0980 is the Burgundy Eagle today. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.